Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe. And to the left of me is my Welcome back. Cappuccino me. Been <laughs> away for a while. Welcome back. Oh, yeah. yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> Homie, it's... Uh, oh, man. This is nice right here. Oh, wow. Man. We're back. Oh, to our fellow loyal listeners, we yeah. apologize, man. Last week was just a fucking mess. Hey, snow and ice in Atlanta. <laughs> Snow and ice and the flu. and Fuck uh, shit up every time. Severely man. ill family members. Man. It has been quite, uh, man, the past seven, eight, nine, ten days been nuts. It's been an experience. It's been an experience. So, uh, anywho, I, I know last week we said we were going to drop on Thursday, actually drop the mix and the interview on Thursday. That shit just didn't happen. And we have decided um, to never do that we're again. We're never going to do that again. Um, because we realized that and the role that we play in this podcast <laughs> shit, it's sort of like a pusher to a junkie relationship that we have right. with you guys. And we didn't come through with the product. We didn't come through. We just hope that you didn't go to our competitors and <laughs> cop your fix from them. Right. Uh, but in the words of the immortal Raekwon, we still got the two for five ravioli bags over here. Niggas got garbage down the way. So don't even <laughs> fuck with that. You need to come fuck with us. This is the guard. I, I like that. Southern like Vanguard, that. man. I'm with that. I'm two with for that. five. You know two what I'm saying? I'm with twice that. a week. Twice a week, Meeks. Twice a week, though. That's how it rolls. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Well, Meeks, uh, how man. was your weekend? You're back on that volleyball shit, I heard. Yeah, I'm on volleyball shit. On steroids right now. Fucked you around are getting and, it. Dude, fucked around and got on a travel team. Oh, God, man. That will fuck your life up. Tennessee, two weekends in a row. I got a, I think I got a almost three-week break before. I'm back in Nashville. Oh, were? <laughs> yeah, I'm going back. Uh, actually, Franklin. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, That's where my family's at. Yeah, and then... Um, you know, I think we got two trips to Florida. I think I got one more trip to Tennessee after that, and a Good. big one to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, that word. I haven't, I haven't figured out the logistics on that yet. Now, so, when is that in Minneapolis? Like, when's like the joint in Minneapolis? April. Oh, it'll be nice. Yeah. So it's not like now. No, 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 no. Oh, no, April no. should be beautiful. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe not beautiful. Maybe, it'll yeah, be. it'll be. It'll probably be tolerable. Right. But uh, but yeah, I gotta get ready for that. But uh, but the team she's on is uh, is is nice. Uh, Jayla's kind of fitting into her role. She uh, she's playing up. Uh, so she's on a sixteen year old team. Oh, so is that like varsity or consider mm. that or not really? Different volleyball. Nah, these girls, you you would be, you would see girls of this caliber playing college level volleyball oh word yeah high school volleyball is is not where it's at they don't even recruit at the high school oh level. really okay yeah you have to play club volleyball if you want to you oh, know okay. continue into oh, you're in some fancy shit. shit right now i'm in some it's, it's some serious shit man we 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 got scholarships on the line i'm talking about we oh, had okay. it was scouts clemson uh southern illinois virginia Ooh. tech they out there Get looking it, at Jayla. these girls you know what i'm saying and Get it's, it. 
it, it, it's, it was it was money in the house. It was money in the convention center this weekend. So Dad needs a scholarship. I need that bad than a motherfucker <laughs> right now. I ain't gonna even play with you. Oh yeah. I'm I'm gonna put it out there. I don't give a fuck. It's, yeah. it's been a couple of weeks. My kids can't go to college. Uh, can't go to college without right. aid. Right. I'm right. talking about full ride type shit. Right, right. <laughs> I yeah. mean, oh, yeah. that's just real like that. Yes, I work for a living. I work hard. I go to work every day. I'm working two jobs right now. Yeah. Uh, but that shit doesn't equate to a college education. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? Fucking so expensive. Hey, man, man that shit ain't no damn. joke. And it's the biggest scam since the compact disc. So <laughs> I really ain't too pressed. On whether they go to fucking college or not, man. I really wish they would come up with the next fucking billion dollar idea or uh, some cryptocurrency shit <laughs> that we could get... all eat off of. <laughs> Your kids need to build a need to build a mining farm you know what from I'm saying? fucking big currency man, in the come crib. On, man. Come on, man. This I got to connect for that. Actually, this shit is this that. shit is totally different out here no, right I now. I know, I know, and and I ain't I ain't really tripping off college right now. Y'all yeah. can. You know, say I'm a bad parent all you want or whatever yeah. shit. You pay for my daughters to go to college. Yeah, no doubt. How about that? No doubt. Anyway. That's real shit. Anyway. All right. This is a hip-hop podcast. That's, so. all, that's all right. It's real life shit. Yeah, all it's right. real So back life. on the volleyball. Yeah, back just, on that. you know, just on, that, on, that, on the grizzly there. Yeah, all just right. grizzly Adams. Okay. <laughs> for real, dude. All right, beautiful. All right. Yeah, man. Well, uh, you know, for those of you that have just uh, are have tuned into this for the first time because you're a fan of the gentleman that we have on this here interview session tonight, and we're sure you are. A we're fan. sure you are a fan. If you're not, you're you about don't to even be, know it. You're about to be one. We about to we about to drop some real shit on we're you. About, right we're quick. about to go deep. Yeah, we're about to go deep. I love these interviews. These types of interviews we're about to do. But anywho, yeah. if this is the first time you're listening, or if it's the fifty, you know, eighth millionth time you're listening. Mm-hmm. We need you to follow, like, share, subscribe, all that shit on your favorite platform. And actually, I, I'm going to issue a challenge, so to speak. Not a challenge, but actually, this is an ultimatum. I need you to go follow on every platform that we're on, even if you're not on that platform. Just go hit follow or like or whatever the hell you need to do. And just keep listening on your other platform. It's cool. Yeah. Just just help your help your boys out over here. Yeah, That's all we're little, asking for. Just a little help. That's all we're asking for. So you can do that on SoundCloud. You can do that on MixCloud. You can do that on Apple Podcasts. Yep. Stitcher Radio. Stitcher Radio. Mm -hmm. There are a number of platforms you can listen to us on. iOS or Android or on your laptop, computer, wherever you like. We have a number of affiliates that are friends in this little game here that that can help us out. Right, Meeks? Yeah, man. If I can remember. Uh, It's been a while. I am classic. RawRadio.net here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. ATLHipHop.com. You know Mm -hmm. what that is. Mm -hmm. Return of the Boom Bap Radio, WRBBFM. Also in Atlanta and Soul Public Radio out on the West Coast. Woo! Yeah. back Back in the saddle. Yeah, we here, man. All right. So. We the guard. First off, shout to J57 for making this connect happen. J50. If you didn't know, J-Mo Gang is about to drop an EP here like any minute. J-Mo. Any minute. Razzy, El Gaunt, and J57 have an EP dropping very soon. El Nat. It's gonna be it's gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be fire. So Jay sent me a note, said, Hey, I've got a great someone that you should interview. Hmm. He's a staple of New York hip hop, mm. and I had heard of this gentleman before. I was familiar with his work, and I said, "Hell yes, let's do this." So, without any further ado, the one and the only Photo Rob. Photo Whoa. Rob, what's up, man? 
Oh, Welcome right. to the Vanguard. <laughs> Standing ovation. Yo, peace. <laughs> What's up, Atlanta? Rob, how are you, brother? I'm great. I'm great, fellas. Good, good. How you doing? Uh, we're doing well. Man, we, we're, we're doing here. good. We we yeah. trying to save some real estate right now. We right. <laughs> it's been a rough couple of weeks, man. Yeah, it has. Yeah. So oh, uh man. but thank you. Thank, yeah. thank you for joining us, man. You know what's interesting is uh I, I thought I'd kick the podcast off like this. So, you know, we we do research every week, right, Rob? You know, to you know, prepare for the interview. We don't just, you know, hit record and you know, just you know, this isn't some fly by night shit, so to speak. Not at all. So we do we do a little research and get prep topics together. When you type in photo rob interview, the first two pictures that come up are one, Meeks, what's your guess? When you type in photo rob, what's the first thing that you think pops up? Was it what we were talking about before we got on? No. Okay. Uh, photo Rob. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if Rob knows. But I'm, Rob, I, don't, don't spoil this. Don't spoil this. You know what? My... I don't know. Okay. Don't know. The first one that comes up is a photo of Rob Zombie. Okay. Okay. All right. Which is not that. You know, okay. Whatever. Of course it's going to come up. Okay. So the second, second photo is Rob Deerdeck. No. No. Robin Big and uh Robin Big. No, but that's a good one. Okay. Black China and Rob Kardashian. <laughs> Rob Kardashian. Hell no. Nah. You are in esteemed company, my friend. Hell no. Nah. Woo! Oh man. But the nice yeah, thing it, Go ahead. Yeah, it used to be that guy from the vampire movie. That actor Rob from those vampire movies. Oh, Rob, Rob Patton. Rob, Rob, Rob oh, Patton. Robert Patton. Yeah, yeah Robert yeah. Patton. There you go. <laughs> Damn. Oh man, that's great. So anyway, but you know what the nice thing is, Rob, is actually the first thing that pops up when you type in "photo Rob." At least for me, was uh, an interview with you uh, with Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival, which actually was a pretty good interview. Oh, cool. You know what's funny? Like I don't know if you guys know this. I'm not really a fly by the seat of my pants guys either, and I did some research on you guys. Oh, so shit. what came up first was a Sean Price interview that you guys did, and what? actually the picture on that interview is a photo I've taken. What? With him and Bernadette? Yeah, that's a picture oh, I took at the Knitting wow. Factory. Uh, at the Knitting Factory series, I did like a backstage project. And that that I took that image. Wow! No shit. Oh, that's the that's, that's the, the reposted duck down did. Yeah, and that's the um, that's that's what uh, comes up on the YouTube post as well from Duck Down. Right, that. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Damn, that's ill. Damn, that's crazy. So wow. we're connected, and we didn't even know it. Absolutely, so. hey, that's man, ill. We 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 honored, man. Uh, again, you oh, know, it's uh, an honor. likewise, man. P, uh, so I appreciate, man. We just keep, we here. just keep getting brought up with, with, with that man. And um, man, he, uh, the thing that stands out with me about that interview and and just knowing that you actually took that photo, man. I always come back to the fact that P did not have to talk to us at all. Right, he could have blown us off, pause, completely. And just been like, man, I ain't never heard of you motherfuckers. I ain't fucking with y'all. He ain't do that. And and yeah. the rest is history. You know what I'm saying? So right. we always honor, man. And to know that you took that photo and it's Damn, that's crazy. It's lined up with us. That's that makes it even doper. That's dope. So so Rob, do you remember yeah, anything specific okay. about that night? Or about taking that photo? Like, do you remember it or no? Oh yeah, you know what's amazing is um I 
have, a, I have, I have like very vivid memories of the night because there, you know, and it's, I, maybe it is perception because I, I, I do return to the photos and, and go back through them. Um, so that series, the backstage series project happened because I was at that time I wanted to be in all the hip hop magazines and I would go for, you know, send my book in and go for interviews and they'd be like, nah, we're good. Thanks a lot. Thanks for calling, blah, blah, blah. So it was the MySpace era. So I went directly to the artists and I started also shooting at shows. And literally at that show, I so the guy who was the, who was booking all the hip hop project, the hip hop shows at that time was a guy named Peter Augustin. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we we know he's Peter. A, he's a friend. Yes, we actually interviewed him about a year ago. Definitely. Yeah, he's a multi talented guy, just very knowledgeable yep. about music and just smart as shit and cool. And so, like, I had set up at that Duck Down show, and I think I had already done a magazine cover with Sean Price, or it was it was around that time, you know. It, the timing, I, I couldn't figure out by looking at the files what came first. But so I went and I just brought my backdrop into that show. And Peter came down and he's like, well, you know, what, what are you doing here? And I was like, <laughs> oh, you know, just, you know, is this all right? And, and I'll send you some pictures tomorrow. Sent him some pictures. And then he got to see like, hey, these pictures are good. Um. And then he started inviting me backstage to all the hip hop shows at the Knitting Factory. Oh, so it kind of happened by chance, and that really opened doors for me because I started to meet everybody. Like I'd be backstage, and and the experience. Like to go back to your question, and, and forgive me if I ramble because I'm I have a, a very short attention span. <laughs> but yeah, you'll see. I'll just be like going off on something. But your question was. Um, the vivid memories. I do have vivid memories of that night. I remember, um, I remember Buckshot and Five FT being there, and then I'm like, I'm like, oh man, where's DJ Evil D? Like it would be so great to get like a black moonshot of all three guys together. Right. But I don't think he was there that night. <laughs> and excuse me, mm -hmm. and. And then uh, Tech and Steel were there. And then Tech was like really being playful. Like he's like, he's like, all right, I want everyone's chains. And he put like, he put on everyone's chains and he was doing some, he was like, take, he was art directing me to take some shots of him. You know, that whole crew is just real solid, cool people that um, don't photographed in various, you know, performances, shows, right. uh, projects. Albums, album covers. I, you know, I've done the. Um, I did the formula series with uh, right. Buckshot and Ninth Wonder. Yeah. Um. What was <laughs> so the formula and the solution? But but from that night, like I just remember, like just it was cool. You know, it's like when you get your first that door opens for you, and you're all of a sudden hanging around with, with legends and people whose music that was like the soundtrack of your youth. It's very humbling. Right. It's a very humbling experience because um, I don't know, even though that you're getting involved in the culture, you don't really expect to like be a part be of it. Talking with these gods and legends of right. your life, you know? Right, right. 
So, so was, was that the night that you kind of got introduced to Duck Down, and why you ended up doing the the formula, uh, you know, shoot, or was this prior to that night? Well, I think I met the Duck Down guys from um, a friend of mine, Matt Salakus, um, gave me a job to do for a magazine called Pound. Oh, yeah, I remember that magazine. And, yeah, it was a, a magazine. I believe it was, a, I want to say Toronto, but I know it was a, um, a Canadian magazine. Wait, who and, was um, your friend? Who was your friend that, 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 that connected you? Matt Salakus. Where's he from? He's a great photographer, and he's from okay. New York, and he did like the Nas. Um, he's done some Nas album covers. And oh, stuff really? Like that. Okay, gotcha. But he he's done tons of stuff. Okay, he's got a famous picture of old dirty bastard. And oh, he's really? A cool dude, and we were photo assistants together back in the day. Okay. Um. So I did a job for Pound, which was a photograph of Noriega, of Nori. And and then the second thing <clears throat> was the was the cover. They liked the work, and then they hired me to do a cover. Cover was supposed to be of Saigon, right when he got out of um, right when he got out of jail. Wow, Saigon, I but that name in a minute. It didn't yeah. happen for whatever reason. And then we did the Sean Price cover, and I went out to Sean's house, and then that's when I met Bernadette and the family. Oh, and okay. and you know, that's that's really when I met like um, Noah Duckdown Noah and um, all the guys and I re- I worked really hard in that shoot like I made lots of setups I did a great job I even like I remember I gave some pictures of of Sean and his son to him and I think he appreciated that after the shoot oh wow really? okay. Wow. You know, a lot of people, they, they do their photo jobs, they leave, they go home. But I was like, you know, let me give him a couple pictures, him and his son. Um, so I, I, those, you know, it was That's just the ending look. of the film days, like 2007, when, you know, film was being phased out in terms of, like, it's, it's come back. But, right. like, digital was really cheaper and more accessible. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's a great look, Rob. Uh, just just taking it a step further and not being that you know regular Ola Mills type of motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, yo, that's dope. Uh, I know I know something that stuck out for me. Uh, we drink bourbon here, um, drinking some good bourbon right now. Actually, yes, sir. Um, enjoy. I see that <laughs> I see that you uh, you fuck with Maker's Mark here in the past. How did that work out for you? That's the shoot I did with Maker's Mark was from, actually it was to shoot that for Wax Poetics. Ah, okay. Was that, so that ad? Was, like a, was it an ad they were running or? They ran an ad in Wax Poetics. Wow. And I've been shooting, um, I've been shooting for Wax Poetics. Shout out to Andre Torres. And, um, yeah, I just, there's a, there's a, it was cool. I mean, my, I did a cover of Q-Tip in 2008, and uh, I was a little bit nervous. I got to admit, I was a little <laughs> nervous because, like, you know, I bought all those albums, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I, that's what I did. You know, when he came, in this, came into the lab, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, you know, I bought all your music. 
I'm a big fan. And then, you know, I just want to give you some props. And then I got to work and then I just focused on doing a good job for the magazine cover. Dope, dope, dope. And Obama wasn't elected yet. So he had, um, the idea, which was not mine, was to have him wearing an Obama pin, mm, which was okay. pretty cool because it was pretty early. Okay. Uh, in that Obama was getting a lot of support, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like, he hadn't made those brilliant speeches yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it wasn't, it he wasn't was just, like, he was just starting to get that buzz. Yeah. He was starting to get that buzz and, and, and the buzz was going around that this, this could possibly be the next guy. Um, my yeah, at that time people didn't think it could happen, but yeah. like, maybe that could happen. Yeah, you know, Oprah didn't sign on yet. So yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't happening. By the way, I let you know that right now. <laughs> I think it. You know what? I I, I think it could happen. Rhapsody will win a Grammy it. before Oprah becomes president. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm throw that out there at you right now. I'm not, uh, ain't nobody falling for that shit. <laughs> You know what's crazy is I was doing a shoot for the formula and Rhapsody was there. And she said to me, she's like, yo, I rap. And I was like, oh, that's real cool. (laughs) (laughs) And and she was literally, you know, on set. She was on set because they were probably working on music her and night. So that's pretty cool. You remember that? How long ago was that, Rob? That's crazy. It was like 10 years ago? I would, I would say so. Well, you know, I, I probably wouldn't remember, but I go back and see the pictures from the shoot, and when I see the crew shots, she's in them. Oh, that's oh, good. Oh, my God. That's a long time in the making. Oh, my God. I have the luxury of, like, you know, a lot of times people be like, yo, and, you know, and these are posted online as well, hmm. that um, I, I go back through the pictures, and I, see, I was like, oh, no way. Uh, so so there. That's crazy. So 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 Rob, have, have, I've got to imagine you have a number of pictures that could probably get some people in some interesting. Ooh, you got some paparazzi shit, Rob. Come on, Rob, you got something in the vault, man. You got you got you, you got to have something. I mean, taking flicks for what twenty twenty five years now, you got to have some. There's got to be some heat. You got some extortion so. material, Rob. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is that you know, um, I'm just you know this. I really give great respect to the people I photograph. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like being a part of this culture and and being a photographer, I think there is a certain responsibility and and. For example, I got a call from the Post, and they're like, do you have any uh, photographs of uh, Ka? You know, Brooklyn Ka? Yep. Do you guys familiar with him? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, a real, he's yeah. a real buttery, cool rapper. He's on some Rock Marciano yes, joints. His, his album is fucking fire. But he's a real cool dude. I don't know him personally, but I met him and uh, I like his music. So I had some pictures from some of his performances, Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival and and backstage at at, um, a show. And the Post calls me and they're like, yo, we'd love to print your photo. You know, and the guy started talking to me. 
And I'm like, well, you know, I really can't, um, I really can't let this, I really can't sell this image unless I know that this is a positive story. And it was a Saturday night or, or something like that. It was close to the weekend. And the guy said, you know, I really can't, I really can't give you my word that this is going to be a positive story. Like, we don't really know what the story is about. So I'm like, yeah, right. So I declined it. I said, listen, you got to understand, um, I have relationships with these people. Right. And I'm not about to just sell an image on somebody, you know. So the next day in the post, there was this really racist story. And it was about how, you know, Kai was talking about his, you know, his day job and what he does professionally. Uh, he works for the fire department. Mm. I believe he's a chief, right? So right. they were questioning his lyrics, that his lyrics were talking uh... about. You know, his lyrics were keen lyrics addressing, you know, like police violence and stuff like that. Mm. So they were just saying that his his lyrics were negative against police and he's a, and he works on the, you know, and I was like, this is just like a racist story. Like, I'm so right. glad I didn't sell the image, you know? Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm glad you didn't either. In retrospect, I wish I had gotten in touch with Ka and then we sold it together and split the money. That's a good approach. Who was, co- was the cover of the post? Yeah, but it would have had to been for X amount of dollars, man, because what comes with that, the backlash that comes with that is probably he's not a fireman anymore or a fire chief or whatever. No, they ran the story without my picture. Yeah, yeah. But did did the story affect his career any or you know i do not think so okay okay but i'm sure i'm I'm sure it didn't help i I'll have to ask him okay. um, uh, hopefully i get to photograph him properly soon yeah excellent mc that's what's up I see. <laughs> but that's... yeah i don't mess with that i've had a couple opportunities when people try to buy photos of mine i don't do that yeah. yeah, if it hurts people, I don't do it. I don't get involved with it. Yeah. My pictures, I had, you know, when uh, I had some great photos of uh, Mob Deep, mm. and I don't like to talk about the negative stuff, but when uh, they were kind of talking, they were, they they had a little beef a few years back, right? Um, I noticed my photos were popping up with text on them, and part of the stories, and people were putting them into the negative stories where where um, Havoc had said a couple of things. And uh, so I spent three days and got all my photos pulled off of all those stories. Oh, yeah, wow. you know, I never thought about that. And I've actually never spoke to anyone that's been in this predicament before. But how, how do you manage all of that? Like, how does that work, Rob? Like, when, when something like that happens, what do you technically have to do? To Well, a lot of times somebody will email you and say, like, hey, this is your picture on this. But when that Mob Deep thing happened, I just, I literally just Googled all recent stories. And, um, and then also I did image, reverse image searches right. on mm. my imagery. Yep. And then when I just found places, I think there's still one blog that kept one image out, but I sent a threatening note. But, um, you know, if you just tell people, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to contact your, provider that mm. you're using my image without consent and i'd like you to t- most people just swap it out you know i also right. call friends at mtv you know 
there was people I had to call friends who were writers and say, listen, can you just swap out my, my photo with another photo, please? And just use use something else. I don't want to be included in this negative story. Oh wow. Right, right. Right. Wow. Now because on, on you those... guys came to me to do a shoot, uh-huh. you're trusting me to protect your imagery, right? Oh, absolutely. So, right. So I I I try to honor that trust, you know. The do, do you the these stories that you're pulling your images from, do you do you get the proper credit? Um, a lot of them I wasn't even credited on, but I still just didn't want, I didn't want like Prodigy and Havoc like pulling up a story and be like, yo, this photo of this picture, what the fuck? Yeah. Does, even though I had nothing to do with it at all, yeah. I wasn't there, I wasn't involved, someone literally jacked the photo and threw it up on their their story. Wow. Have I still you, felt responsible to take it down. Have you pulled photos based on the fact that you weren't properly credited? Well, if you Google any one of my images, you'll probably see anywhere to from from I don't know, ten to fifty uh posts where it's Probably not credited. Yeah. So that's not really no. that's not really a deal breaker for you. Well, at this point, it's really not something I'm worried about. Okay. Okay. I'm really focused on documenting the culture right now, and um, that's more important for sure. Supporting okay. my family, you know. Yeah, that's more that's important for it. sure. Okay. Hey, Rob, how, how did you get into photography, man? What's what's the story um, there? I don't know. I think it, uh, I think I was doing it in high school. They didn't have a lab in my high school, so I helped the teacher build one there. I had done it in camp, and I loved it. And um, I think it was I think it was from camp that I had at first tried it. And I loved it, and then um, you know they didn't have a lab at my high school, so I helped them set one up and build one. And then um, in college, I was studying photography and business. No, I was studying in business school, and I hated it, so I switched to photography. Oh, okay. Did you have a family member or you know relatives or something that were into photography or the arts or like where does this stem from? That's a good question. I mean, my mom's uh, grandfather was a painter. And okay. my dad would take a lot of photos. And my grandpa would take a lot of snapshots. I actually have this thing on my desk somewhere. My dad just gave it to me. My grandpa passed away. He had this thing that says, Photos by Cy Mayer. It's a little stamp, and he would like, <laughs> give people snapshots. Really? But my dad did a little more photography. He did have around the house like pictures of like a bumblebee, uh, like a flower, like up close to the macro lens. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, but I loved the photography of Cartier-Bresson and I would go to the library and I would look at photographs of Irving Penn, Cartier-Bresson and Herman Leonard, who was a famous jazz photographer. And it just kind of, you know, people find that one thing that sort of opens up the whole world to them. And, right. I, and I was just really amazed pretty much by Cartier-Bresson's work. Okay. So originally I was doing a lot of street photography. And I really didn't, I, I really kind of looked down upon event photography or like shooting at shows. I just thought it wasn't as creative as doing like set up portraits and stuff. 
But then at that time, I was going through some stuff, you know, some life stuff, uh, some life-challenging shit. And hip-hop music, there's certain things that just resonates with my spirit. Uh-huh. So, like, going to a museum it would power me up. Going and hearing music, you know, uh, playing hip-hop music, it would just... Right. I could get out of my head, and it just resonated with my spirit. So, like, right. the music would just, you know, it was it's like meditation. So, going and shooting hip-hop shows was very meditative for me. Because mm. you can't really think when there's so much going on. Oh, yeah. create good photographs oh, and you're hearing this great fucking music that you love and you grew up on yeah so I was kind of seeking out like the classic stuff the stuff that I grew up on you know right. I was like how do I get to photograph Rakim you know right you know and then I met Lawrence Professor and I photographed him and like like meeting like classic people yeah hearing this you know there's times where I just like I'll be in the pit and I'll just put my camera down. <laughs> I just rock out. Going, the stage will be going berserk, but I mean it's it's like like Pete Rock's playing like an extended version of of Troy that he like made, you know. And it's like I just gotta put my camera down. And yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you you love this shit like we love this shit. You know, sometimes the camera can can can. Do, do you feel like it can it can be a hindrance? It it can. It can get in the way. It, it it'll keep you from 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 experiencing a moment in its purest form if you just consistently stuck behind the camera or whatever. You know that's a good point. I would say I I couldn't really I couldn't argue with that. I think probably yes. Wow. Wow. But but. Without that camera, the camera's a passport. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm front, I was front row. I was in the pit when Jay-Z opened the Barclays the first night. I didn't have a ticket. (laughs) You had that camera, though, didn't you? (laughs) I wouldn't have been there. It's a passport. So I guess, I guess there's there's definitely a con to that. Like you do maybe miss the the pure experience of it. Yeah. But you, you have, you have something within you that, that, that tells you when it's time to put that away. I mean, uh, just speaking about the Pete rock thing, you probably had hundreds of photos from that night already. Right. Is there, is there a point where you'll, you, you show up at a venue or an event to work and you feel like you've, gotten the job done for the night, so now it's just time to enjoy the night? It's funny, like, I'm usually, honestly, I'm usually, like, I'm I'm afraid that I'm going to miss a moment. So, I try to keep the camera, I try not to pack up the camera, even at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you walk outside and it's like, somebody's standing there. Something else will be going on, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, like you never know. Like there's always something. Like at the end of uh, at the end of Rock the Bells, I think it was 2010. It was the end of the night. I'm kind of walking by. I'm passing the trailers, and um, so I see. I think I saw uh, for Sean and. 
and exile. Mm. You know, some West Coast guys. So I'm talking with them a little bit and, and letting them know, like, oh man, I you know I know who you guys are. I love your music. Took I think I might have taken a few pictures of them that were not really that great. And then so pretty much winding down. And then um, at that time, Big Crit was just just starting to bubble up a little bit, you know? They're like, oh, yeah, he was playing a small stage, a very small stage. Like, yo, Big Crit's on that that RV right there. Why don't you go in there? <laughs> wow. And then, then I look to my left, and I see this guy walk. I'm like, yo, is that most deaf over there? You know, now known as Yasin Bay. Yeah. So I was like, that's that's fucking most death over there, right? Oh shit. So I just walk over like, yo, just want to give you some respect. And I was like, Can I take a photo of you? And he was like hiding under his jacket. He's like, take this one. And he's like hiding under his jacket. Like it looked like a guy with a jacket on his head. I'm like, come <laughs> on, man. Please. You know. <laughs> and I go, look, here's my car, and I show him a car and I had this real cool photo and it's like all right let's take one of me like peeks out of the jacket but i you know there's moments um i guess i'm just afraid i'm gonna miss something at the end so so generally you know i'll I'll put down the camera but also like generally when someone plays their hit song yeah you know everyone goes berserk so it's a really good time for folks and you want to capture that moment i got you Yo, Rob, I'll just I wanna... rhyme along. Like, I'll take some flicks and I'll rhyme the words and I'll point at the guy, you know. So it's awesome, man. It's That's so cool. Man. I'm, I get to meet the, my heroes. It's, I'm really a hip-hop head and a fan. No doubt. No doubt. I, I, and I can I can sense it too, man. Yeah. I want to go back to your, your commercial work for a minute. We talked about the Maker's Mark, um, but in the notes I got here that, you know, uh, campaigns for kids... Bank of America, uh, Guggenheim Museum. Um, first of all, have you has any of your work appeared in the Guggenheim? Um, no. That was a that was for Fred Ho, who was a uh, passed away, but he was a brilliant saxophone player, mm-hmm. revolutionary thinker. Um, it's just. Uh, you know, just a very positive individual fighting for uh, marginalized peoples. Uh, brilliant guy, Harvard. You know, I met him on a Harvard magazine shoot. And then, you know, those, that picture got used for the Guggenheim advertising their shows. But uh, I do have a museum piece. That is not in the Guggenheim, but it's in the World Trade Memorial Museum. Yep, I saw that in the notes as well. Yeah. Talk to so, us about that, Rob. So, long story short, on 9-11, I, I, I was living on 23rd Street. I, ju- I saw out the window one of the towers was burning, so I jumped on my bicycle, threw in my bag, um, my Mamaya RZ, because it wasn't digital yet, right? Digital was not not really um, happening because you might shoot on like a 4x5 camera, but the, 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 um, the digital packs were $10,000. Right. So it just wasn't like, it's not something that I could afford or be really be a part of at that time. So I threw my, my RZ, which is a, um, a 6.7 film camera, 
It's a little better, bigger than like a Rolleiflex, Rolleiflex, the two by twos, <clears throat> and um, six by six. And so I jump on my bike. I'm taking some portraits uh, um, right by Canal Street, and then one tower falls down. I take some more photos of one tower standing, and that tower falls. Mm. Um, and the days after, there was a show called Here is New York where I volunteered. Um, I didn't want to go down to the sites to volunteer because I had a little bit of knowledge of asbestos and just how lethal that was. And, you know, the, the politicians are telling us at the time that the air was fine, but I had been on asbestos removal sites in a photography job, and they wrapped us head to toe, covered our hands, because apparently asbestos can breathe through your skin. No mm. shit. Wow. So I was like, I'm like, okay, they're not really being upfront about this, but I need to volunteer. So I volunteered at Here's New York, and I scanned photos as people brought their photos, and it was a gallery show of just 9-11 pictures. Anyway, I had this great photo <coughs> of one tower standing with all the smoke building around it. I submitted it to the Here is New York, and then the curator um, of Here is New York um, eventually was like, you know, Rob, this 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 pic this picture is amazing. Um, I, I may want to use it in the in the um, in the museum. So I was like, oh, well, sure, that would be great, and I kind of. Um, I just kind of didn't believe it, but he kept telling me that it was going to be, um, you know, big in the museum. And so he, he said it could be like a mural sized um, oh, wow. piece. And this was like in 2007, he was telling me this, that it, it was that there might be big. So said the museum's not going to open until 2011. And then I got the contracts, signed the contract. And they said 10 images were going to be chosen to be huge murals in the museum. And this was one of them. And then I had to wait till 2011. And then 2011 came. We're like, okay, well, since we had the flood, it probably won't open since 2013. <laughs> Anyway, the museum opened and it's in there. It's it's like seventeen feet tall. Oh man! It's one of my Damn. photos of the of the when there was there was a forty five minute period of one tower standing, and right when the first one fell, smoke surrounded it and and kind of like enframed it. It's a beautiful image, but it's really depressing. Yeah, I generally don't I don't show it because we end up talking about nine eleven, and it's just yeah. so de damn depressing, you know. Yeah. And I don't, I don't really want to harp on that, but uh, whenever, whenever I think about nine eleven, I just remember I was, uh, I was working for an insurance company, and for whatever reason, I called out sick that day, and um, good friend of ours, uh, DJ Fisher, called me. Um, I think he was living in Florida at the time, but he's got tons of family in New York, and he called me. He was like. He didn't say hello or nothing like that. He was like, yo, you watching this? I was like, watching what? He's like, yo, man, some shit's going on up in New York. I'm in the bed. I get the remote. First shit comes up. As soon as I turn the TV on is the the towels and shit. Yeah. And, and, and the first plane had already hit. 
And I just sat there and watched that whole shit, man, like in disbelief. Um, and just to know that you were basically at ground zero, right? That's crazy. Rob, why didn't you run, dude? Like that's see this that's is, that photographer yeah, shit. Yeah, this is what I don't understand. So explain this to me, Rob. Like, that's that's when you put the camera right. down and get the fuck out. You photographer motherfuckers are crazy. Cause y'all y'all are like fucking uh tornado chasers. Like what do they call them? Storm chasers yeah, or tornado whatever, whatever yeah. the fuck they are. Yeah. Like, they get in the trucks and yeah. they like they, they and chase. they 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 ride with the storm. Yeah, like that that that's what you do. Like how does that? Well, I was. Canal Street's like, I'd say it's a, maybe it's a mile away, right? The Canal yeah. Street Pier. I wasn't that close. And at the time where I was standing there, I didn't know a plane hit it. I just thought it was on fire. Oh. I didn't see the planes hit. I just saw it on fire and then come down um, about a mile away. Like, I'll never forget that sound. But something I could tell you that I didn't photograph that was unbelievable was that the next day I got on my bicycle and I rode around the city at like nine o'clock at night. It was, it was like that movie legend. There was nobody on the street. Nobody. Oh, really? There was like, I think I saw five other people. In, in, like I, I rode downtown and then I got all the way down to like I think it was <coughs> I think it was Houston and they, they closed Houston they closed the whole wow. city below Houston damn that's hell and I just rolled my bike and it was just street after street of like empty town I wish I had I wish I had photographed empty streets in Manhattan because it was like something I've never seen before it was like yeah. a horror movie Wow. It was like everyone had been killed by a fucking right. meteor or something. Right. That's hell. Damn, that is crazy. So, so Rob, is that is that probably the most, um, I guess, um, impactful or I don't know what the right word is, but like, was that a moment when you were like, wow, this is, you know, this is really made, you know, I've made my mark with this image or... Had that happened prior to that date or had there been other things when you're like, you know, wow, this is career defining? Well, I thought I thought it would I would become famous from that and that didn't happen. But <laughs> I will tell you, like, I don't know what's I mean, what people think are, are you know, I don't know what's gonna be the favorite images that other people have of my imagery. But I can tell you, like, the first time I photographed Rakim, I remember waking up the next day, like, wow, I really was on stage with Rakim. And, like, I was talking to myself probably just like this. And I was like, <laughs> man, I just felt like I had to pinch myself. Like, <laughs> right. Like, wow. That's dope. Like, I, I was on stage with the gods. There was one point where he was talking to me. Uh, he was saying, you know, he's like, hey, photo man, get this shot. That's dope. I was taking shots of him talking to me. That's dope. Um, to meet him and photograph him, uh, I met him a few times. And also, um, I got an opportunity, thanks to Ambrosia for Heads, to photograph um, De La Soul. Mm. And um, 
you know, it's funny. People talk about their top five. And, you know, I would say Pasta News is on my top five. And uh-huh. I think a lot of people, you know, I used to have a top five. I was like, okay, my top five has Biggie and da-da-da. Like, who's the best rapper? Who's the, you know, but Yo, I also have a so top five of, like, oh, man. MCs that most moved my life, you man. know, and, and I listened to it. I I'm remember that you. Three Feet High is Rising. I loved Yo, it. Yo, I'm with you so, on that. And Dave is right, not not too far, but but right behind them, man. Like, Absolutely. I have always said that shit. Poss yeah. is so fucking slept on, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. What was yeah, that, sh- what mean, was that shoot I, for, Rob? But I think it's like, I think your top five should be, you know, stuff that you listened to and, and you grew up on. I don't think... I don't. I don't think anybody should really. Should everyone have the same top five or do it like? Aren't we allowed to disagree on album? No, nah, we're totally. And another point. Totally allowed to disagree, but it's like, like if you really love the shit, like, like you say you love the shit, and just just hearing you talk about your experiences, I could tell, like you really, really, really love this shit. So. Yeah, you supposed to have a different top five from anybody else and and disagree on some certain things, but there's this place of what's the word I'm looking for of uh there's this undeniable place that at some point your top five is going to align with somebody else's. It's just undeniable. It just you just can't escape that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if and you really, you want, you know, if you really love the shit, has to be the best guy. Oh yeah, know? yeah, man, yeah. So you can't. <laughs> so at some point, you're gonna bump into somebody that that that's or a few people that's probably got the same top five right. as you. You right. know what I mean? It's right. you can't escape that shit. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Especially if you grew up in a similar time. So the um, what I was gonna say is, um, and I agree with that totally. By the way. The uh, so I was like, you know, with the Ambrosia for Heads guys, Jake Jake Payne and uh, and Reggie over there at uh, Ambrosia for Heads. I kind of hounded them like, let's shoot this Taylor Soul party, and and they were good enough to uh, put up with my hounding them. So we went to the album release, and I got there early, and the writer Amanda Mester. Got there early as well. And since we were there early, uh, manager Brandon was like, okay, well, you want to do that now? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. And I said, listen, I parked my car out front. There's a light out there. Could I get my light and just set up something? So I was able to like set up a real nice portrait by a couch. Anyway, Daylight turned out really like the picture and they put it in their press packet. Yeah, it's just and, a lot. Uh, and then uh, it started to pop up on Billboard and NPR and stuff. And then, oh, yeah. then, then when Rolling Stone did the album review, they used my photo. Wow. Right? That's, That's how I felt. That's so it. I was like, so now I, I share a really small bit of history with those guys. You know? Oh, like, yeah. Absolutely. I'm con- yeah. Like, that, that, like I'm connected to their history. That seems and to be a recurring so theme here. Because, like, I was, 
I was that was my freshman year in college. Wow. Oh, <laughs> shit. Harry wow. Durant took me down to the record store. He's like, yo, you gotta buy this record right here. This one. This one, three feet high is rising. Because mm-hmm. I was playing um by all means necessary in my room. You know, and uh and Harry comes over, he's like, Who's this white dude? And he's playing KRS <laughs> playing Boogie Down Productions, you know? He's like he's like, You like this shit? And I'm like, Yes, I do. And so we started oh, we became best buddies instantly. <laughs> and um he told me to buy the Daylight record and I I don't I can't tell you how many times I played that record. I probably know I probably know every lyric in there. There's Yo. skits and everything. Rob, what, what college did you go to, man? Where did you go to school? I went to S- Syracuse. Oh, oh you're wow. Syracuse. Okay. He's an orange All right. man. All right. That's what's up. You're there. Right. That's what's up. Yo, Rob, r- real quick, going back to your commercial work, uh, Keds, yes, was, this, uh, was this anywhere near the time that Dame Dash had purchased the brand? Uh, I know, I know he, I know, I think Kez is different from Pro Kez, but I think they're the same brand. Was this, was this around that time being that, you know, you, you, you're uh, a part of, of, of the hip hop culture there in New York? No, I don't think that was connected to that. That was just, um, they wanted a real, like, um, just kind of like, you know, how, uh, just like a very universal kind of image. And uh, so it was a challenging shoot. It's tough to shoot kids like that, you know. They have a very short attention span. Yeah. And my brother had kids, so I was like, how do I, you know, now I have kids and I understand that probably. (laughs) He's like, here's what you do. Bring some bags of Cheerios and some fruit snacks. (laughs) So I had like a cooler full of shit and went out to. They really going to be off the rail then. (laughs) Oh, that damn sugar. Where I cleared the chute and the, and like the, 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 it's called the, uh, the great lawn or something. It was closed. And then so, but luckily it was about to open at 11. <clears throat> so we went by the pond, took a couple of flicks, and those those became the, the, you know, the ads that they, they used online. Okay, yeah, dope. dope. Yo, the Bank of America ad, did they have bags of money at the, at the shoot? <laughs> like, like, did you get the bag? <laughs> did you get the, did, did you, you the walk bag? away with a bag, bag? after that shoot? <laughs> I wish, man. You know, I, I've yet to receive. The, the, the classic hip hop bag of cash. You know, you know what's funny is like when you look, when you look back and you, you know, <clears throat> part of the reason why I was so enamored by hip hop is like when you watch those old Biggie videos. You know, he'd be on a, he'd be on like a, I don't know, like a huge yacht, right? Him and Diddy. They'd be on this like huge, like I don't know how many hundred feet yacht, and they'd be popping champagne, and they'd be just beautiful ladies in there, right? So I'm pretty deep into hip hop now. There ain't no yacht that yet, you know. Like I've yet to be on the boat. <laughs> no yacht. So it's funny, like so. To you kids watching it with those bags of cash, there's guys getting them, but. Don't quit your day, your day job. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Don't ever do that. If you want to eat on a regular basis, 
Keep a roof over your goddamn head oh, and Lord. clothes on your body. Don't ever quit your day job for this rap shit. No shit. Yo, you gotta do something for the money and something for the honey. Yeah, That's no right. doubt. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, Rob, what, what's what's your mix like between like hip hop shit and kind of like your more, I guess, um, I don't know if this is the right term or not, but a list. Like, I mean, you've done some pretty big, you had some pretty big, con- you know, shoots with, you know, Lin Manuel and Bill Hader and you know guys like those. Like, man, that kind of goes into something I want to ask. Crazy, go like, ahead, what, go ahead. what's the mix like, man? Because you know, like for like you know. Our listeners, for example, would obviously be, you know, being at the hip hop shit, but what's it like for you on a day to day basis with the type of work you get? Is it all over the place or are you kind of stuck in one lane right now or? You know, it's really weird. Like I'm a very, um, I'm a very um, diverse photographer. So I was just doing some work with um, Aisha Tyler which involves some still life work. Yeah. Um, she is such a cool uh, person, by the way. And um, it's very random. You know, also a couple of weeks ago, I went to the Rock Marciano show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know, that was, I mean, that was a real highlight for me because I think his, that was probably my, you know, and my top two albums was, it was yeah. between the two best albums of the year, in my opinion, were Damn and Rosebud's Revenge. Rosebud's Revenge. Okay. Which all I right. piggybacked all year. All year I played them back to back, like both of those records, both of those albums. Yo, Rob, you know, what you thought about, what you thought about the, uh, the negative feedback on Rosebud's Revenge, like uh, the audio quality? I, I um, personally, I personally hated that shit. Like, motherfuckers ain't got nothing else to complain about. Here, this man is a virtual legend in the game. Still out here doing this shit. Still got money from Carson Daly. Uh, <laughs> still raw as fuck. Got the the one uh, what I consider one of the best labels out right now, being Griselda Records. Um. And all they had to say was, "Yeah, it was cool, but why it sound like that?" What did you did you pick up on any of that? And what did you think about it? If you did, I mean, if you compare that album to all of his past work, this is a really well mixed album. I don't know, I don't know what they they're talking about. Man, yeah, I didn't understand. I that honestly either. think that thing sounds great, but I don't know, like. I mean, I listen to it on headphones. I'm not banging it on, you know, I, I, I really don't know what to talk about. It sounds fucking great to me. Right. <clears throat> I, I really I, I really think we're in, a, we're in a, a spot with the culture right now where <laughs> yeah. people are scared to admit that this shit ain't going nowhere. And as, as you know, and when I say not going anywhere, like, like everybody's on this hip hop is dead and hip hop ain't what it used to be and 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 real hip hop could never come back or survive you know what's con- considered hip hop by today's standards with the mumble rap i i think people are just afraid to admit that man this shit ain't going nowhere it's it's gotten to the point where you got cats 19 20 years old that's doing it the right way 
and 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 motherfuckers act like they don't even exist. So I think people are just afraid to continue to embrace it, kind of like a if you can't beat them, join them type hmm. mentality. Hmm. I, I think that I think it's a fear thing when you when you have people all they can talk about the the new Rock Marcy album is the audio quality of it. Should have sad. Yeah, I haven't heard that. Yeah, it was it was a lot, man. I, I it, it was you know all over social media. Blah, I, I that's something we hadn't talked about either. It's like you don't you don't sound like you really into social media too much. You probably <laughs> you probably winning in life because of that too right now. It's funny, like no, I'm like addicted to Instagram. Oh, really? Like it's photo based. Well, I, would, I, would, I would, I get I'm that. I'm a photographer. Right? Yeah, exactly. So I get I that. I really get to see everyone's photos. Yeah. So, like for me, that's like it's very, it's meditative, you know, and also Yo. highly addictive. I Yo. think I'm probably addicted to looking at that shit. Thinking about that, and and it's funny you mentioned <laughs> that. What did you think about the photography boom? What was it like? Ten years ago, everybody was showing up with a fucking camera. <laughs> it was a, a a a still shot camera or a still shot video combo camera, like some some the Canon shit. Uh, what uh, what what's the what's the the date on that? Like, do you do you have a definitive date where you can remember where you turn to your left, you turn to your right, and Everybody's got a fucking camera. Oh, yeah. You remember that shit? Yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> I think it's a good question. That is a good question. Also, one thing that happened was dudes <laughs> would be filming from their iPads from the pictures. Yes, I'll do. I, I still to this day do not fucking understand that. Uh, Why? No, I man. think it's. I, I think it's journalists, so they're there like writing their stories, <laughs> and then they're like, "Let me get some footage." <laughs> but it blocks everyone, like, and then it looks so so bizarre. That like, shit looks dumb as hell, you know. And you I know, never, no, and no I never thought my journalist friends who did that, yeah, right. <laughs> and I never thought the quality on iPad, whether it was video oh, or man. still shot, was was that good. Like they probably, you know, they on generation eight right now with the iPad so I'm pretty sure the camera in that shit is top notch but them first generation that shit was horrible yeah totally right. and you know what it's funny because I think I think um, I think makes what what, you, what you're pointing out is like the bigger question and what it what it, what it goes back to and refers to is in everything you know and with this the digital age that we're living in now, um, you know, everybody can be a producer. Everybody, like even in your industry, everyone can have a podcast. Everyone can have oh, sure. good photos, right? So I think, and I think in a nutshell, for me with photography, and I think it's the same with hip hop, is that any conversation is made better by more opinions and more conversation about it. However, the saturation of that conversation that comes through with too many, too many mediocre opinions coming in can 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 saturate in a negative way right Indeed. so you have a lot of shitty hip-hop being created you have a lot of mediocre podcasts you have a lot of mediocre photography that we're all inundated with but there's also a lot of great work there you know it's just and, and i think the cream does 
does float to the top. Yeah. You know? Hey, Rob, you shooting film anymore these days? Or are you still all digital? All digital. Very, very rarely will I shoot film. I don't know the last time. I couldn't tell you the last time I really I did film. I think the last time I did film was either the, the Sean Price shoot or the... Um, oh. Or maybe Tom Wolf. Is Tom there, Wolf, okay. Is there any... Um, uh, is there any prospect or any request that could come your way that 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 would make you say, mm, I need to get film on this. I I ain't fucking with that digital. Oh shit. right, is, yeah. Is it is or do you even do you even look at film that way? Like it it's got to be something special for you to go out and 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 do a like an actual film shoot. You know, I thought that very recently, um, Diamond D, who's a Atlanta guy, down mm-hmm. like lives down there, right? Yeah. So um, he he did a project with Sadat X, legendary champion, legendary hip hop champion of brand new beats. No doubt. Cue the applause button. Cue the applause button. So, and Diamond D is. Um, he just knows what he wants, you know. He's he's just he's he's got a vision. So he's like, Rob, I want this I want this to look like an old black and white photo, you know, with the edges on it, and you know, and with some scratches and stuff like that. <clears throat> so I thought I, I thought I would, you know, shoot it on film, but when you shoot on film, you're gonna spend four hundred dollars on the film of the developing. Mm. Then you gotta scan everything. Then you got to retouch the dust and da 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 da. So what I did was I just used Photoshop techniques. Um, I found I just scanned an old negative and pulled off the old numbers off of some old film. I combined mm-hmm. that with the digital image. I flipped it. Um, I found some large files that were scratched up surfaces online, which I used in opaque layers mm-hmm. and. And I had the opacity dialed down so they would there were see through layers of scratching. So that when you look at the Sum of Man cover, Sadat X and Diamond D, it looks like an old six by six photo. Mm, right. Okay. But it was taken, you know, it's a digital image made to look like that. Mm, right. But honestly, the the expense today is so great that it's you know, it's like it doesn't even make sense, huh? There's just no budget for that. There's yeah. no budget for that. And the yeah. time too. Yeah. Time budget, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that it's it's uh it's funny you mention that because there's not even um a lot of facilities for processing that right now, are there? I think there there are quite a few. I think there's a, quite a few that keep it going. And it's okay. very it's it's become very popular with the uh with the generation now. Like a lot of the kids are doing it. Okay. Shooting film because it's so fun. Okay, gotcha. Like I know several people and and I and also somebody bought the Polaroid plant and uh-huh. they're keeping that going. Okay. I just was speaking to a friend who works over there. So it's definitely um it's definitely an art form that's being continued and, and a lot of people are playing with it these days. Even my little brother was like, he's been shooting some film. Got you. Mm. Got you. Mm. Yo, real quick, going back to uh, uh, what John was asking you about, like the, the A-list people that you work with, 
and and just thinking about um some of the the hip hop artists um uh specifically a situation where you know most deaf wants to pull his coat over his head and tell you to take a picture <laughs> what's the general um interaction with whether it be an A-list celebrity or a, a, a hip-hop luminary or, or what have you, do you possess the ability to like get them to open up and and really oh, that's a good question. make love to the camera? Uh, do you, do you <laughs> is it is it is it pulling make teeth? Love. You know what I'm saying? Is it like pulling teeth? Is it is it a situation where um they come ready to work or it's always a struggle? It's, um, I've had varied experiences and I think, you know, what I've come to realize is that most people do not enjoy getting their photo taken. And I think that the reason is, is it taps into our self doubt. I think that when we stand in front of a camera, I get self-conscious myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that it no taps doubt. into our self-doubt. Like, yep. do I look okay? Am I am I good enough? You know, that, that thought, like, do, am I attractive enough? Mm-hmm. You know, so in our own minds, we're so, we're so concerned with how, uh, how we look that, you know, we're very self-critical human beings. So I think... I think the whole experience is kind of like going to the dentist a little bit in that, like no one really likes to go, even though we like the results. Mm-hmm. Right. So I really do put people at ease. You know, I, how do you do that, I, Rob? I, I, what do you do? I joke around. I'm, I'm very silly. I don't take myself too seriously. You have a little um, squeeze toy. <laughs> squeeze toy. <laughs> you have a box of toys, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I have a little birdie. A little birdie? A little, uh, just like your high school shoe. <laughs> no, I, uh, I don't have a... I'm just kidding. I know, I know, I know you're not. I'm just, for, for whatever reason, all I can think about right now is my, my first son. I have four kids, Rob. So my, my oldest son, who is now 12... I'll never forget being at whatever, you know, horrible photographer studios we were at. And this, <laughs> this guy is dressed in an, in an elephant costume and we <laughs> stuffed him into a pumpkin. And we're sitting here taking photos of this guy. That's like, crazy. Oh my god. That's crazy. It's wild. Hey, Rob, I got one more. What's your <laughs> what's your studio uh setup like? Uh I noticed I noticed that in the notes as well. Is it uh Yeah, you're in Brooklyn, right? My studio is in Brooklyn, uh, in Williamsburg. Okay. Is it full functioning? Is it, uh, I mean, do you, you do um, all your work start to finish there? Do you have the, the, the white room? Is there green screen? What, what's, what, what, what are you dealing with in your it's studio? A, it's just, it's just an open space. And okay. I got like a whole bunch of backdrops on the wall different colors and then um you know some shoots will be a location shoot like i'll go somewhere for the shoot um for the bill Hader shoot you know i was like okay this guy's a real big star is he really gonna come out to brooklyn let i don't know so it was for the village voice at that time the art director was john dixon just a brilliant art director 
Uh, he moved out of New York. I wish he stayed, man, because I really love working. Uh, you know, when you work with someone who, who pushes you, mm-hmm. you know, who requires you to give your best all the time. Um, so, you know, working with people like that, that force you to step up your game, it's a real privilege. Oh. So, so I was like, let's get a studio. Like, I don't know where this guy lives, but why don't we get a studio that's near to Rockefeller Center? Whereas, you know, because if he goes there for work every day, he was still in Saturday Night Live, you know, it'll be easy for him to get there. So maybe he lives Midtown or something. So I found a studio, I think it was on like 28th Street and Park Avenue or something. So we rented a studio. And when I do a shoot, it's like you guys too. I think what puts people at ease is if you've done your homework, you know. Mm-hmm. So I had researched on Bill Hader. He was a real down-to-earth dude. Um, I, I, I saw, like, if you look on his interview on uh, Late Night with David Letterman, he's wearing um, very worn Converse high tops mm. and, and, like, jeans. So I said to the stylist, I said, you know, you, you, you should be prepared. He may not want to wear what we're bringing because we're bringing a lot of, you know, cool, hip clothes. Yeah. You know, so I was very prepared on that shoot. And um, it turns out, like, he's a really down-to-earth guy, super cool, very intelligent. And during the whole shoot, he was very involved with the whole process, was, like, wanted to be involved with, you know, making the photos, making sure they were authentic, making sure they were funny, Yeah. you know, making sure they were funny. Like, are we here doing funny shit or, you know, you know, I want to look good, you know? Right. He didn't say that, but he was a really cool guy. Like, um, it was just, it's real cool. When you get to meet like A-list guys like that and just have a conversation and, you know, I did a really good job for the magazine. It just, um, for the newspaper, it just was a real honor. That's what's up. Did you know the Village Voice discontinued this year? Yeah. This past year? I know. It's so unfortunate. Wow. All together, right? Is there even digital available now? They're still doing digital. Okay. They're still alive okay. digitally. Yeah. But their yeah. last print issue was was last year. It yeah, it's a shame. It was very sad because that's a New York staple paper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, a yeah. lot of a lot of a uh, lot of publications are going that route. Um it, it's funny. Um, you know, growing up you think you 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 think something like that, uh magazines like that, you, you could never put a price on something like that. But I just saw uh, this guy that owns this shea butter thing just bought Essence magazine and <laughs> and um, shea moisturizer or whatever. And what? Yeah, and it's just pretty you know, cool. Yeah, I yeah, guess so. Right? I I hope he can keep that shit open, but uh, yeah. but but also it, it 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 comes down to like I get the newspaper at my house right now, but ask me if I subscribe to it or right. if I pay for a subscription. Right. No, they just want me to take the newspaper. Yep. Yeah. It's it's crazy. That's it. It's crazy. Crazy so, times. Yeah, it's changed. First, first Walmart and Sam's closed down, and then the Village Voice just discontinued. <laughs> That's just crazy. So, Rob. As long as they don't close Varsity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Look at you. All that motherfucker. Been to Atlanta, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. What you was doing at Buckhead Diners open? (laughs) What you was doing in Atlanta, Rob? I was there on um, 
corporate shoe. What was it? Oh man, I couldn't even say. I think I was a photo assistant at the time. I was work. Could have been UPS. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. Could have been the UPS annual report. I was the assistant. Okay. Got you. Got you. So, Rob, you know, because I remember they got those big hubs in Atlanta. They got oh, big yeah. companies, Coca Cola. I was in, a, I was in, a, I was oh, yeah. in a Pleasantdale hub at UPS for two years. Yeah, and uh, the corporate, the so corporate. Cool. Yeah, the corporate office is up in uh, Alpharetta, Alpharetta, up in the Alpharetta yeah. area. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Well, it's you know, crazy. I, when I was on that job, I said to them, I said, "Hey, listen, can I get a UPS outfit? Because I, I want to be that. I could, maybe I could be that for Halloween or something." <laughs> they said we can't give you one. I'm like, "Why not?" And they're like, "Because you could commit crimes with it." Oh shit! <laughs> Go pick up packages and shit. Hell yeah. Yo, speaking yeah, of knock on the door. Yeah. Oh, it's UPS guy. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, you know what's funny on some hip hop shit. It, 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 at the time when the fucking when the House of Pain shit dropped, uh, fucking was it Danny Boy or Lethal was wearing a FedEx hat, and for uh, for, what, for whatever reason, the circle that I was running in, it was all skateboarders. So they were they were they were all obviously into hip hop, but they were super into House of Pain. Yeah, and like having a FedEx hat. So that was a goal. That was some in life. That yeah. was some shit. <laughs> because if you had a FedEx hat, yeah. apparently you could commit some crimes with FedEx. And skaters <laughs> didn't give a fuck. So just no, exactly. think about how many how many FedEx delivery guys got jacked for caught shit. a fucking caught, caught a, a fucking skateboard, a skateboard truck to the right face. To the fucking <laughs> <face>. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but you can go in Hooters and get right. a full Hooters outfit. No, you get the Hooters outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Oh, Lord. So, so Rob, let, let's wrap this thing up, man. We're taking enough of your time. <laughs> yeah, we done but, went but, off the rails. Yeah, well, real, real quick, what's in store for you in 2018? Anything you can speak of or, or, or allude to? Or what, what, should we, what should we be checking for you this year, man? What's going on? Jeez, you know, I mean, a lot of the same thing. It's like, I was just thinking, I was just just thinking like, you know, it just keeps going. And that, um, you know, you have to grind. I still have to grind, you know. I, I still have to hustle. I still have to, you know, I still have to, like, keep my eyes open. What shows are coming through New York, you know? And um, And who haven't I photographed yet? And how can I? How can I get access to photograph them? And I still have to hustle and bring my right. work around. And, you know, it's like nobody puts anything in your pocket. You know, I think when I was young, I, I had these like starry eyes, like, oh, people are going to find out how dope I am, and then they're just right. going to hire me, and I'm going to be famous for doing this stuff. And the truth of the matter is, is that 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 kind of story does happen to people, but that's not my story. Mm. Right. And I had to really work hard. I had to get rejected from every magazine. And I had to go hustle. You know, now I'm in every single hip-hop publication probably on this planet. Right. But I had to hustle and I had to get out there and I had to, you know, spend endless nights photographing shows and, you know, going out in the rain and stuff like that. And it's still hustle and I love it. And I'm not complaining and I'm grateful. You know, I, I guess, I guess the bottom line is that I really do feel like I'm a guest 
you know, and it's an honor to, to get the access to photograph these genius musicians that I love and that have created, you know, the soundtrack of my life. So I don't, I don't want to be mistaken for their genius, but I do, I am grateful to have been documenting it and to have come up with some great photos of some of the legends that we love, you know, and I'm good at it. You know, I worked hard at it. You know, at this point I know what I'm doing. So it's a real honor and a real privilege. And I'm, I'm really grateful to be on your guys show, man. And until I've met you guys, I hope that the next time I'm down there, shout out to my Atlanta peoples, by the way. Absolutely. Shout out. Shout um, out. Thank you. Oh, J57 wanted me to tell that story about. Oh uh, yeah. Primo. Um, oh yeah. Are, are you going to tell it? I mean, is it too late? Should I no, it? let's, no, not. let's, let's get it. it. That run was it. one of that was one of the highlights. Run, I'm sorry, it, we kind of glossed over that. Let's get it. Run it, run it. Let's hear it. So, so J, so J fifty seven calls me. He's like, "Yo, you want to do this um, four hundred six video? It's going to be like an honorary piece talking about fat beats closing." And at that point, it already had closed. So he's like, "You know what? I spoke to DJ Premier, and he's going to be in the video." All right. Do you want to come with me up to D and D Studios and take some footage of DJ Premier? Or you know, so I twist my arm. You don't even have to. Oh, yeah, like, no shit. Yeah. Right. So he sets it up. It's like a Tuesday night. I think we've shot. I don't know if we've already shot most of the video at this point. And we. <laughs> we go up there and, and as we're driving there so so J57 knows Primo pretty well now and yeah. Primo knows who I am at this point you know I've done some some great photographs of uh, of Prime and, and I've documented many times Shot Guru and too right? I shot Guru separately it was uh, yeah. 2007 okay rest Rest in peace to the God Guru, one no of the doubt. greatest MCs of all time. No doubt. And um, and in the car, uh, so at this time, like, so he knew he Primo extended this because he was. We were friends of uh, DJ Eclipse, and 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 at J fifty seven was answering phones on DJ Eclipse's show at the time. So we're driving up to the studio to meet him. And I tell my wife, I'm like, okay, we're shooting Primo at like 10 o'clock. I'll be home by 11. You know, because we're only going to get in there for like five, 10 minutes. He doesn't want to, you know, he's a busy guy. So we're in the car and I pick Jake seven up and he's like, okay, so Primo doesn't really want, he's like, he's like, don't really, don't small talk with him. You know? And I'm like, oh, we just start busting each other's balls. And I'm like, yo, I see you guys are real tight. You know, <laughs> don't talk to him. Don't look him in the face. You got five minutes. So we're just kind of making fun of each other. And we start sitting there, we're waiting. And so he would text Primo like, he's like, I'll be there in five minutes. And it's like 12 o'clock now. You know, I told my wife I'd be home at 11. Right. <laughs> so it's like 12 o'clock. And we keep getting like uh, we keep getting like oh I'm five minutes away oh I'm on the FDR I'm fifteen minutes away I'm five minutes away <laughs> like it's been literally two hours of just sitting in the car on uh, I forget what street that was was it like thirty third street or something 
or 32nd Street. So we're sitting over there, and, and it's by Penn Station, so you got a lot of traffic over there, and there's some there's some seedy joints over there, and there, so there's some there's some business deals happening around the car, just you know, and so we're just sitting there, <laughs> and then I have to call my wife. It's like one o'clock. I'm like. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's like one o'clock. And I go, babe, DJ Premier. Look, DJ Premier. DJ, that's exactly what I said. Exactly. I go, this guy is the most prolific producer in hip hop of all time. He Period. may be the best hip hop producer ever. He is the best. So I'm good. Yes. I said, I said, listen, I'm not going anywhere. If there's a chance I can photograph him, I'm gonna wait here. So then, then we're like laughing at each other. We're getting really giddy, me and Jay fifty seven. And then we, um, we go to like, like we gotta get some food now. You know, it's like it's like four hours past. So we go to like the this subway, and it's like the dirtiest subway in the history of subways. God damn, that's strong. And, uh, Hell and we yeah, finally get New York. There. Mm. That's strong, and it, and it, and DJ Premier was like, "I'm five minutes away. I'm on the FDR." So we, we're joking, like, "Yo, he's in the bath, dude. He's like taking a bath, saying he's in the FDR." <laughs> Finally, Primo comes. He lets up those stairs. He's like, "I don't want you guys shooting here. You guys shoot out there by the records." And he's got, you know, he's just got a wall full of like accolades. You know, platinum records, gold records—like yeah. it's just like you know, it's it's really it's like when you, when you go into those places of of, of um, it's just awe-inspiring, you know, of of how great and how uh, and, uh, and what a champion this this man is, you know. Man, so That's I set hard. up my camera to do a shot by. But all of the, um, you know, because he's got huge plaques for like working with Christina Aguilera and shit. But you know, we're hip hop, so we're more interested in like, yeah, fucking you know, group home, the yeah. gangstar, gangstar, yeah, yeah. gangstar, yeah. exactly. So there was some some gangstar shit over there. So we set up by that corner. So when Primo came out, when he's like, "You guys are ready? Let's get this done real quick." He's like. He looked back of where we set up, and he's like, "Oh, okay." He he he's like, "You're setting up by this gangster shit, so you guys are cool and know what you're doing, you know." Because most people, if they went in that studio, would set up on the wall where there was like Christina right. Aguilera record, right. and there's a picture of Christina talking shit. to him, and, nah. you know. But we were like hip hop dudes. So we don't even remember that Aguilera shot some, shit. <laughs> yeah, and so it was a great honor. I took a couple snaps of him and D and D. Couple of photos. He he. If you watch the the four or six video, he's standing there by the records and nodding. It was a nice nice cameo. Um, but I photographed him many times at this point uh, at shows and and met him. He's he's just uh, he's just a, a force of nature, you know. Man, we was in he's the MJQ. Legend. We was in the MJQ with Christina Aguilera one night. She was washed up then. <laughs> <Say> anyway, <what? laughs> anyway. 
I'm glad you talked. Who was? You said were? me and you. When? You don't remember that night? No, I don't remember Man, that. Anyway, I don't even want to. Was, that, wanna was that the night when I, I was trying to fight somebody you know, upstairs? Uh, it might have been. Gorgeous, <laughs> Yeah, she wasn't gorgeous that night I saw. She wasn't gorgeous that night. Hell nah. She, I think she came up in that bitch with Dallas Austin. So you already know what the fuck was going on. Anyway. <laughs> Yo, Rob, that uh, awesome story, Yo, man. Yo, man, thank you, dude. I'm glad y'all set up by the gang star shit. Hell yeah. You know, that's that that that's the only way it needed to go down, man. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 how we know and love Primo. You know what I mean? Had to go down that way. Yeah, he's the man. Hell yeah. And if you ever see J57, you could say, yo, I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> that's the that's the, that's the joke we now. We <laughs> to shoot at 10. We didn't get up there till 2 a.m. Uh, <laughs> that's some superstar shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's some superstar shit right there. That's classic. Yeah, so funny, man. Yeah. It's classic. Is he's still classic. saying to this day, like, he'll tweet something from the lab, be like, yo, that looks great. I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yep, that's Word. what's up. All right, so, so Rob, tell everybody where you can or where they can go check your shit, like Instagram, Twitter, website, or, you oh. know, whatever they can do to come check you out. I don't know if there's a way that people can put money in your pocket, but th- this is the... This is where you do that. So just let the folks where you know know where they can go to check you out, man. Well, you could just go. Um, you could just go photo rob nyc on Instagram, um, or if you just Google photo rob hip hop, you'll enjoy the hip hop photos, and okay. I, I hope you like them. Um, you know, I I love what I do. You know, I don't need to say that. So I hope you like the work and enjoy it. It's all over the place. Word, it you know is. when you see that little photo Rob tag in the corner of pictures, now you know that's me. That's that's who it. That's that's me. Oh. Yo, real quick, you know that you know what 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 fucked me up the most were those Jay Electronica and Jay Z pics, man. Because I, yo, know, those, those pictures are fucking incredible. I had no idea that was you. Yo, when I saw that in the prep topics, that the imagery for those popped oh, in my head God. immediately. I know exactly which photos. Yeah, I man. just didn't know that. I just didn't know that you were the photographer on that. So yeah. salute to you based on that right yeah, there. Man. Great flicks, man. Dope shit. Great flicks. Thank you so much. You know, I think you know. When, I think those might be the most probably memorable pics like that people are going to look back on. And that show was crazy, man. That was one of the, the best sets I, I heard. Seen. That yeah. You know that reminds me of a story. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I'm just playing. Yeah, we only got five. We only got five minutes left. Well, on wait, this well, real, real, real quick, real quick. So, so Rob, did, did you, you know? know was, did you know Jay was going to show born. up? Did you know? Did you know Jay Z was going to show up, or 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 no? You want to hear something that's funny? Is that so? West Jackson, the founder of the festival, right when when I was setting up before anyone got there, he comes over to me. He's like, "Yo," he's like. He's like, JLX bringing someone big today. And I go, I go, he's bringing Jay-Z? Because I knew that they were fucking with each other at the time. Right. He's like, no, not that big. I guessed it. And he goes, no, not that big. <laughs> and I go, oh, he's bringing Nas. Because I knew he was fucking with uh, right. uh, Or Beyonce. <laughs> or, right? Or Salons. And then, <laughs> and, and then he's like, no. And he walked away from me because I guessed it. Yeah, he was <laughs> pissed. Hey, that's that's the last then, year you're shooting the Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival, like, there, Rob. That's I the last year because I knew 
I knew he was there because uh, Wes comes over to me and goes, yo, Jay-Z's coming in five minutes. Come with me and meet him at the door. Nice. What? So got some shots. And nice. Yo, nice. Yo, Wes, Rob, Wes didn't know who he was fucking with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yo, no, no shit. No, so no. Wes has got some great stories. Wes has got some great stories. Like he said, like he was talking on the phone with, with Jay Leg. I, I can't tell his story. It's not my position. Yeah. But, um, uh, he thinks that, that Jay Z was listening into some calls to make sure their security was right. Okay. That's what's uh, up. But I'll let Wes tell it. That's Wes's story. Well, yeah. yo, man, set us up with Wes Jackson, man, yo, and, uh, and make us mark. You know what's ill? You know what's ill is that, and, and Wes would probably never remember this, but I see, yeah, exactly. I actually had a small relationship with Wes Jackson when he worked for Seven Heads. No, no, not even Seven Heads. No, not Seven Heads. For Raw Shack. For the J Live shit. And then when he started his, uh, when he started his promotions company, Seven Heads, when I was doing college radio... I talked with, there were times when I talked with Wes at least like, if, if not once a week, it was every other week and then two weeks. And just to, to see him evolve and do the Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival, it's just, it's great, man. It's good shit. So, but yeah, we, we should have him on the show. It's been a long time since I talked to that guy, but we should definitely have him on the show. Oh, oh you definitely should. Like, um, he's just got some of the coolest stories, uh, you know, from, you know, from behind the scenes at the festivals, like you don't know in certain circumstances, like we're putting on a show <clears throat> and we go, went a little over time and they, the cops show up and they, they literally want to like pull the power cords out. Right. And, um, you know, in, in just what the challenges that he had to, has had to deal with to, Keep it to going. Put on a yeah, big right. hip hop show. Yeah. You know, when you're dealing with racist institutions, you mm. know, it's it's, yeah. um, it's remarkable, you know, and to create something that's that, you know, just to call something the Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival, you know, it's such a uh, yeah, strong creating an institution just by the name itself. Yeah, you know? no doubt. Yeah. That's a, just, a very keen, keenly well. Well executed, um, everything. So hats off to Wes Jackson. Yeah, well, and, you yeah. know, my career definitely blossomed with that too, from shooting that the, the, the hip hop festival. I've been documenting that festival for over a decade. Wow, wow that's dope. That's dope. That's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, Rob, thank you, man. We really appreciate it. this. Has been a Hell lot of fun. Yeah. I hope you oh, had fun man. too. One of the best. One of the best for sure. Ah, uh, you guys. You say that to all the uh, Nah. We don't. The the parties. Nah. <laughs> the parties. God bless you guys. It's great, great to meet you and talk with you, and I hope to meet you face to face one of these days. No yeah. doubt, man. Absolutely. We're going to make that happen. For sure. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Rob. Sounds Have a good, good night, man. brother. Yeah, we appreciate you. Peace. Appreciate you guys. Peace. All right. Be good. All right, Meeks. Oh, man. I wasn't expecting that. Hey, you know what? Yo. We may have been out last week. And we, we just made, made up, up like a motherfucker with that one. Yeah, we just made Woo! up for it. Hell yeah. Hey, Southern man, look. Vanguard, baby. This is that Smithsonian grade. Yep. If you didn't know, twice a week meets, twice a week dough. Shit. Southern Vanguard radio. Guggenheim grade right Woo! now. <laughs> Fuck yeah. that. We out. Peace. We out, y'all. Peace. <laughs>